Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsford's Go Your Daily Dose of Quick Hit Handicapping and Sports Betting Picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from his Tuesday respite with Betsford's Golf, Mr. Andy Molitor. And since the NHL isn't afraid to have a hockey game with only one day of rest, Matthew Rooney joins us. Because we get hockey tonight, Andy. I mean, I guess I'll start with you since you're He's the expert. 100% ROI lifetime as a hockey handicapper, I think. Somebody even talked me into doubling down. I think the chat, the chat shamed me into it. Like, oh, I found a better price. Maybe I'll bet bet it again. No, somebody in the chat gave me the confirmation bias I needed. He said, you know, the money has flowed lightning way. It started as a dog price. Now it's out to minus 10. I believe it was minus 13 at Bookmaker at that point. I found an 08. So I had a minus 110 and a minus 108. And the lightning looked a little rough to start. And then that second period just you know, lightning them. That's Challenge cool. momentum. Yeah. There you really, go. Really gave them the, gave them momentum. And yeah, that wasn't a goal. I, I, I had Seems someone clear explain to me. to me a little bit about how, how those rules work. Wasn't a goal. They got it back anyway. And then we uh, tied things up. And from there it was all lightning and dear God, that's what I need tonight. I don't know what Matt has bet yet. I didn't look at the pricing, but I have an over five and a half games played in this series that I said, if we can just get to 2-2, two, two, I don't have to sweat. A sweaty game five is not what I need in my life, especially if the sweaty game five was the Lightning needing to win a road game to extend the series. So need the Lightning tonight. So I won't probably bet anymore since essentially I am, I have a, I don't know. It's not a parlay. I just, I need the Lightning to win one of the next two games. I, essentially I think you will. I think the yeah. Lightning are going to get two game two games in the series. It's hard for me to see them, especially with how Colorado looked in net with, with Darcy Kemper. Not he wasn't like Alex and I talked about yesterday. He wasn't brutal in Game Three, but he also wasn't very good. And he's kind of a guy that when things start to go wrong, doesn't usually uh, bounce back from that all that great. So interested to see how he goes tonight. Um, I'm with you. Or you'd have over five and a half in the series. I have over six for the game tonight. Um, Alex and I again talked about this a little bit yesterday and I just say it yesterday was like minus 105 minus 110 today it's even money um, so the money's actually moving towards the under but I think given where how good both of these teams are how well Colorado scores how bad Colorado looked in net and the special teams like Colorado was, had two goals on the power play um, I, I'd like it to go over because I think Tampa is still going to score. I think they're going to play pretty well. And I think Colorado is going to get more than two. Uh, that's I think only twice this playoffs where they haven't scored more than two goals. So I, I think over six at even money is really good value. And then, I mean, these, as the games go on, it's really, really hard to find props that are worthwhile because a lot of them are just coin flips. So I wanted to throw some, some anytime goal scores at the, uh, at the wall and see what stuck. Andre Palat is kind of the often forgotten Lightning core member. Uh, he's he's not Stamkos, he's not Kucherov, he's not Hedman, but he's been along for the ride and he, he's been really good for them, been a big goal scorer. He's got seven goals in the eight home playoff games so far in this postseason. Uh, so I like him to score tonight. He doesn't get the attention of a Kucherov or Stamkos, but honestly that kind of benefits him on the ice because sometimes he is a good enough player to not be – He's a good player, and he's good enough to take advantage of when teams don't give him that attention when he's on the ice with Kucherov. And then uh, Kale McCarr, I thought, it, it, plus 310, that's as good a value as you're going to get on him to score a goal. And like I said, the Avalanche power play is going really well right now. 
um, and he is the quarterback of it. He runs it. So give me him at plus 310. He's usually around plus 240, plus 250. And I think those odds move a little bit because as series go on, games get a little bit tighter. But he's also just him and McKinnon are their best players. And speaking of Nate McKinnon, that should say plus 164. But I guess plus 164 might be redundant. Um, best player on, on Colorado. He's been held off the score, score sheet the last couple games. I don't really expect that to happen. That's as good a value as you're going to get on him to score. So give me Colorado's two best players and the best value on Tampa's board, not even close, is Andre Palaz. I like him there. And Andy, bonus points if you can spell Andre. A-N-D-R-E-I-J. There is a J. No, O-N-D. There you go. O-N-D-R-E-J, yeah. R E J, no yeah. I in there. Yeah, they. I love. I love it when they spell a name funny. That's, that's like. It's like. It's like European Andy. Yeah. Is uh, Andre with an O? I like Eastern but, European Anastasia where they toss the J in there. That's always really nice. Yeah, I had a. The, the I had soft a fr- J's. Yeah, I had a friend name a kid Liliana and throw a J in there. Okay. You know, you can throw a J in just about anything if you really want to. That Matthew's kind of hard. Matthew would, yeah, you, you, yeah, you ruined it. You ruined the bit, Matt, by having a horrible name. So sorry okay, about that. Andrew. I don't know. Yeah. Rooney, Rooney with a J kind of works. We can get there. Yeah. You could have can a Andy, R O N E I J. Well, so Pallet's first name was Andre. Is that the guy we we're talking Palat, about? Palat. Palat. Yeah. I call him Pallet. Uh, can Palat guess where Palat is from? Belarus? Why do you always get, I feel like you always guess Belarus. He's going to be right once. I think you guessed yeah. Belarus last. I don't. It's think like global. It's like global, Alex. You start with the same country every day. I believe he's Czech, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he's. Why don't Czech. you check? Oh, Zane says Czech. Knew it. Knew it. Bonus points. Oh, well, you know they're next to each other, sort of. I but, uh, I'm not sure they share a border, but all right, I'll put a few bucks on these anytime goals. Not geography. Plus three ten for Kale McCarr. That's too good a value to pass up. All right, I'll like go find the these anytime. I'll, I'll bet some anytime goal scorers. There you go. And just hope that uh, Palat has like nine goals and we don't ever sweat this game. So, all right. All right. Appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for swinging in. Thanks for producing today with Dan out on the golf course. Not golfing, working. He is uh, working. He's out there at Cromwell, Connecticut. If you don't follow at Betsperts Golf on Twitter, he's posting a bunch of stuff from the course. Got uh, we're a we're a full blast media company with credentials. Apparently, he's out there uh, just following along with the pro am, checking out the course conditions. He even put together a free blog over at betsportsgolf.com if you want to read up some more on golf. And uh, Matt, what order do we want to do this in? Should we start with? I'll start with uh, I'll start with some draft stuff because you put it Let's up. Do it. And this, we were talking off the air, like, even though I've had to piecemeal some of this together, <laughs> betting at like six different places, I have gotten a little deeper into the draft than I thought I would. And one of these definitely is one of my favorite bets, the middle one. But if you want to start with uh, Agbaji there, kind of explain the reasoning behind this over. And I, I think some of it is just, there's too many guys that are catching steam to go in the top 10. The shit is just going to get, you know, a few guys that were borderline are going to get pushed down despite who they worked out for it. I don't know. Is, is that your case with Agbaji or is it just something else? Yeah, he's one of the few guys that you might actually have a chance to middle on here. He started around 16 or 15 and a half. 
pick up some steam with some good workouts. But as the mocks are starting to settle, he's pushing back out. And it looks like he's a really good candidate for the 14th, 15th pick here. So over 13 and a half looks pretty solid. Like you said, the, those first 13 guys, we don't necessarily have a great idea what order they're going to be in, but they're starting to solidify who those 12, 13, 14 guys are going to be. And it looks like Agbaji is going to be just on the outside looking in, I think, you know, we took um, Jiang to be or Dieng to be in the uh, first yeah. top ten yesterday. We took his under. I honestly think he's the guy that's probably squeezes Agbaji out. So a little bit of an inflection point for us, but like the over here. And yeah, as you said, I wonder if it's a little dangerous that some of these limits are low because I was surprised at how much I actually had down when I took the time to go ahead and um, you know put everything together. But yeah, you can get a little more down than you think on this. Um, Jovic, you said you like this one. He is just falling on every draft board that I see every time somebody updates, it looks like he falls another two or three spots. I think his average is now in the twenties. Um, he's pretty much 19 or 20 or more everywhere else. So maybe we get snookered at 19, but happy to take the 20 and a half. And even if you have 21 and a half at a, at a little better number, that's fine too. So look around that one's actually a little bit on the move. And this last one is a bit of an information play. There's seems to be whispers and notes popping up that Bryce McGowan's, um, or no, I'm sorry, Bryce McGowan's, this is a different player. I was thinking about Wendell Moore we talked about yesterday. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, Bryce McGowan's um, a a young athletic guard. Looks like for for whatever reason is starting to move into the first rounds. I don't know why, but for the first kind of couple rounds of mock drafts, he wasn't really listed for a lot of guys. Um, Maybe they toss him in as kind of a second round player and some of the guys who are brave enough to do two round mocks. But looking at him, young, athletic, Pretty solid shooter, exactly the kind of 3 and D wing that I think teams are looking for in you know today's NBA. And there's going to be a real run on these players. So I think at the end of the first round specifically, kind of like you see sometimes with the NFL draft where teams that were hoping to take a quarterback, you know, kind of late in the first round or watching guys get soaked up and then they, you know, jump in to late in the first round and grab, you know, somebody that maybe might have been a second round pick, something like that or a different position. But Again, he seems to be moving up. He's popping into the late 20s on a lot of people's draft boards. So at plus 250, I'll take a shot on a guy who looks just, you know, like a prototype for what NBA teams are looking like. Again, I think there'll be a lot of trades tomorrow night, and one of them will be somebody coming in late to grab McGowan's here. So top 30 at plus 250, even plus 200 looks nice. That's around a couple spots. And again, top 30 is the same thing as a first-round pick. So I haven't seen anyone word it as first-round pick, but those were hypothetically the same bets. They yeah, they they all are labeling it top thirty. I don't know why they're calling it that. Like everywhere I've seen it, it is. Why well, just call it drafted in the first round? I don't know. Hey, just because I'm dumb and I don't know, like the whole draft is in one night, right? They don't yeah. wait for round two the next. You just just nobody watches round two. Hardly anybody. Maybe if there's some live over unders, maybe I'll watch kind of the back end, or we'll see. It's. I mean, last year there was some pretty aggressive over-unders. I mean, you had over-unders in the 40s and stuff like that. So I watched a little bit of the second round. But, yeah, in general, once the first round's over, everybody kind of changes. I think they even um, (laughs) usually take – give Silver the rest of the night off. He he reads the 30th pick, and then they bring in, like, the assistant commissioner or something like that. I was going to say, in the NFL draft, I had some over-unders in the 100s. Like, I remember, like, oh, man, I'm going to have to, like, figure out – I'm not watching it on Saturday. I'm going to have to just kind of – turn the TV on or pull up a tracker and be like, where are we? Ah, uh, you know, pick 122. Not quite yet. We need to make sure this guy went yet and searching by like punters, which one's gone. 
Uh, not going to be kind of as in-depth with this one, but I will probably go somewhere and do something. I'll make an event out of it. There's this bar nearby. Anyone who's ever seen me post pictures of breakfast before a golf tournament, um, they do this thing. They make really good wings. They make scratch sauces. Then they take it after they after they do the wings They take uh, with the sauce. They take them and put them back on a grill and then like fry them for just a little bit longer on the grill. It has a name. I'm. It's called Deckard. I don't know why they call it that. My God. Best wings in town. They taste like they've been smoked, but they're crispy. I'm going to go get about two dozen of those and watch the draft, and hopefully I'm not crying into my beer tomorrow. But I think I think we've, we've established some nice positions on a few things, and, man, if the first 15, 15 picks go all right, I think uh, I'll be pretty happy, especially Dieng would be – a nice coup if he just, you know, if that just happened today. So the the market for number eight is down. I've seen it like available at one place and it's just grayed out for the last three days. I think a lot of people are not wanting to offer that exact market. Which why would you offer anything outside of the top five if you're, yeah. just, you're barely offering anything anyway? It was weird that that was up. So pretty good for us so far. As long as Chad Holmgren falls, I think things are going to be pretty good. And- I'm happy, you know, kind of having that as my big decision point. And yeah, watching the draft, actually, this is more of just a Twitter event for me. I'll probably pull up an extra screen, leave, yeah. you know, Woj and Shams kind of there as a split screen and maybe watch a movie or something. It's, there's no reason to watch all the dudes in suits sitting behind a desk. Oh, no, I, I want to catch Billis the... say uh, wingspan a thousand times. I'll be at the bar for like the top eight, maybe ten. And then, yeah, it's just going to be a second screen thing for me. Then I'll be watching. Well, I'll probably be working on golf bets for day two at yeah, that that's, point. That's Which, what a fucking segue, Molitor. Look at you. <laughs> golf bets for day one posted on the Discord. If you get over there, bets versus golf. Bunch of bets I've already placed over there. And today, just one, just a matchup I wanted to talk about. I put it in the newsletter that got sent out this morning. Adam Long over Ricky Fowler, I was kind of pissed that, and it it seemed very likely that Kepka was going to pull out once he went. I didn't, you know, early in the week, I didn't know he'd announce this week. And I knew he was playing, and I saw some of the matchups, and I said, I'm going to bet Tony Finau to beat Brooks Kepka, which if you want another outright bet, I did bet some Tony Finau at 35. There were 40s in the market if you really got squirrely. So, um Tony Fino over Brooks Kepka died a sad death as Kepka pulled out. He is done with PGA for foreseeable long-term future, I guess. But here's another one kind of in the same vein. Ricky Fowler has been very, very much linked to joining LIV, the live tour down the road. It would be a, he's running out of events that he can go to without having to play some Monday qualifiers as his tour ranking has kind of dropped. He's not the Ricky Fowler of old. It's uh, it's not a good golfer. Like Adam Long is not going to win this event. Adam Long's not somebody I'd normally be betting, but I have not his. Sure that is. I have yeah, I have his scoring distribution in my. It's not. I'm going to call it a sim. It's not a very good sim. If uh, it's it's a slur on people who actually do good simulations, but I do something with scoring distributions. I have them around. 35 to 45. Like that's where the center of his uh, distribution falls. Ricky Fowler, I have down at 80. Like he is, and he has a long tail to 120. Like he has a long tail to not, 
Most of his distribution is outside of the cut. I don't have him making the cut that often here. He hasn't been playing well, and he, his accuracy off the tee has been really horseshit, which is going to be a problem. Dan, like I said, Dan's out on the course. This this, uh, this turf, this rough has been left long, and now it's rained for two days. We get a little sunshine up there in the northeast. It's going to grow over the weekend. The fairways aren't super skinny, but a lot of shot-shaping necessity here, so not a good fit for a rookie fowler who's not playing well. And again, long is better off the tee accuracy-wise. Long is better finding the greens accuracy-wise. So I like this one quite a bit. I sold a stroke and a half playing the plus 100. And, uh, yeah, if you want some more, check out the content over at BetsBirdsGolf.com. And then uh, let's let's rip over to Bad Umbug. Just one, just one, one play. This will start. Let me just double check the time. This is soon. Um, I believe it starts just after the show is over here. It looks like it's pegged for 12 o'clock. They're next up on center court. And I believe that match, yep, that match just finished. So they'll start just basically here in the next uh, 20 or 30 minutes, just as the show ends here. Halp's a dance, like under 18 and a half games. Um, Halp has been great. On grass, it's funny. You think of her as more of a clay player, but has some of the best results of anyone on tour on grass. Her game translates very well when you get to the serve volley situation. As you start to look at some of her results specifically, she does great in bounce back spots. Um, when you see her struggle kind of to a three set victory, the next match is usually a blowout. So I grabbed the under 18 and a half games here. Happy to take the hook. So if you want to take Hallett minus six, you know, basically I'm going to get a win on the 18 and a half at six, four, six, two, which is what I think I'm looking at here. If you have 18, take the minus six. It's a little better version of that bet. It kind of covers you in the chance that maybe it's a little bit of a longer match, but 18 and a half, a decent juice looks like a really nice bet. Again, the total should be 17 and a half or a juicy 18. So happy to grab that hook there and which should be a pretty quick match starting shortly. Well, I have to bet that now then. Where are we talking? WTS tennis. Bad Bad Homburg. Is there even oh you know what I like about Bet Online? They don't split it up by events. You don't have to click it a different, it just displays all the WTA, which is honestly if you're designing UI for a sports book, that should be how it be. Just copy the lot That should be how it be. Matt, put the banner back up. I didn't know exactly what it was. How oh the how how up. There you go. Alps at Antic under 18 and a half. All right. I'm on. I'm in. I'm on. I'm excited for that. And then, yeah, before we go. Another thing we're excited for. Sign up for the Profit Exchange newsletter. The link is in the show notes in the description on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up if you're over on the YouTube channel. But also, check it out. Get signed up. We should have an exchange very soon over here in New Jersey, launching and get the best uh, sign-up offers if you are on that newsletter list. And yeah, for me and Noops and producer Matt today and talent Matt, who came on as a producer, he's a five-tool guy. Two-way player producer, today. Player producer, coach. he's player a talent, he's doing social media. The guy's a writer sometimes. He's had a lot of fun writing these last few days. So yeah, we'll uh we'll catch you guys tomorrow for a uh, Friday fun day. No, it's not Friday tomorrow. Every Good, Andy, every you're consistent. Wednesday, Second week in a row. Wednesday, I do this. This is what happens when you lose your friend day. Just...
You're all over the place. Broken.